This episode is sponsored by Living Naked, the program designed to help you create a life you no longer want to escape from, where we combine coaching, community, and transformational content to continue your journey beyond alcohol. Stopping drinking was just the first step. We want to show you what's next. If you have found freedom from alcohol and now want lasting peace and control of your mind, emotions, and actions, Living Naked is for you. Join us to learn how to stop self-medicating and stop trying to escape your life and emotions. Shift your mindset and create the life you desire. Gain control of and freedom from limiting thoughts and beliefs. Learn how you can do all of this and more at livingnakedpath.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace, and I am answering readers' questions. And the question I have today is, hi, Annie, I have a question. After... I drink the next day, I feel so much anxiety, so much more than if I have a day when I don't drink. I wake up in the morning with a pit in my stomach. It almost feels like fire. And of course, I have all the regret of wondering what I did and said the night before, but I also just have this physical feeling of anxiety and I cannot understand why it's so much worse after drinking. Can you explain? So this is such a great question. I have had so many mornings of that level of anxiety. And for me, it feels, I I very much am now getting in touch with how things really feel inside my body, because I think that gives us so much more control and even distance from those feelings because we can observe them and we can say, okay, how, how does this feel? And so in the recent years, I've gotten really in touch with my anxiety. Now it's nowhere near when it, what it was when I was drinking, when I was drinking, I was taking multiple medications to try to manage my anxiety. It was also drinking to try to manage my anxiety, not really knowing that it made it worse, but my feelings now, I still do have anxiety. It wasn't like the the perfect thing. Now it can get better or worse over time. If I'm exercising a lot, my anxiety goes way down. If I'm meditating a lot, my anxiety goes way down. And then of course, as you pointed out in your question, if you're drinking, your anxiety goes way up. And so I have not had anxiety like that in a very long time. But one of the things that I really think is so beneficial is to, with that feeling, instead of making it instantly mean something, which is what we tend to do, we feel it and we say, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible person. I can't believe what I did last night. This is horrible. I'm never going to get better. Like I'm, I'm never going to be able to trust myself. Like what relationship and, and our minds just start spinning out of control, creating meaning for the feeling in our body. And so what I like to do is take a step and take a, take a step back, take a breath and say, okay, how does this feel inside my body? And for me, it would feel almost like acid in my stomach. Like it was some sort of burning and intensity that just felt like, like I wanted to run away from it. Like I just wanted to pull it out or sometimes if it got so bad, I'd want to throw it up. And it wasn't nausea. It was just like, oh, this, this, this intensity, this burning, this fire, this pit in my stomach. I just want to get it out. It was just such a physical feeling. Now it doesn't sound pleasant to go into the physicality of it, but the reality is when you go into the physicality of it, you can feel it. You can feel all the intensity and then you can check in with yourself and say, am I still okay? Am I still breathing right now? Am I, am I surviving this? And then you can kind of say, okay, like, it doesn't feel good. Kind of like if you, you know, got a really bad cut on your hand or something and you're like this, I'm in pain, but I'm not bleeding out. I'm okay. I can take this pain with me. I can put on a bandaid and it's going to hurt. My arm's going to be sore and my hand's going to hurt, but I can walk through my day with this because I understand 
that there's no meaning associated with it. It doesn't mean that I am, you know, a wreck or a disaster or horrible. And so when we can separate that physical feeling from the meaning we're creating, it really allows us to just get some space. So that's a bit of a tactic for how you can deal with that anxiety. But the reality is that there's a very distinct correlation between those anxious feelings and alcohol. And here's what it is. Alcohol is a very interesting substance because it's both a stimulant for the first 20, 30 minutes. It's, it's a stimulant as in when your blood sugar, your, I'm sorry, your blood alcohol content is rising. You are going to feel feelings of it acting as a stimulant. So those feelings can be, you feel a little bit like fuzzy and almost like euphoric and you feel sort of as if everything is softer around the edges and you might feel a bit more energy. This is like the buzz. This is the reason that we get stuck. This is the reason we drink. We feel these feelings, right? And so, but what you'll notice, and so many people, I encourage people to actually time how long they feel these positive feelings, because what you'll notice is that they often go away within 20 minutes. People say like 18 minutes, it was 15 minutes. It was, you know, 22 minutes. But right around the 20 minute mark, those feelings go away. And what's happening inside your body is your blood alcohol content has risen. And when it's rising, you have that stimulant effect, but then it peaks and it starts to drop. And your body says, okay, we're gonna get rid of the, we've noticed that there's a lot of alcohol in our bloodstream and we're going to purge it. And therefore we're pushing it out. And that's when your blood alcohol content is falling. And the feelings associated with your blood alcohol content falling are anxiousness, nervousness, unease, discomfort, not feeling good in your own skin. Probably feel, you feel tired. You're probably wondering what's wrong. You start to create meanings around these feelings. And interestingly enough, if you think about your drinking, at least in my experience, about 20, 25 minutes into that first drink, when I start to feel it fall, I'd want another drink. And I wouldn't associate the fact that I was starting to feel bad with that drink I was just assuming, oh, well, I, actually, I wasn't even thinking about it consciously, to be honest with you. I just knew that my pattern was reaching for another drink. Now, the kicker is that for every one of those drinks, you have 20 minutes about of nice feelings, and then that's followed by two to three hours of those not so nice feelings, but they stack, they add up. So for one drink, you might have 20 minutes of those nice feelings and two to three hours of those not so nice feelings. And then you might pop yourself back up for 20 minutes, but you're going to add to the end of those two to three hours. So now it's going to be four to six hours of your body having to purge the alcohol. The third drink we're talking, what is that? Six to nine hours. The fourth drink we're talking eight to 12 hours. And so you see where this is going. You have four or five drinks. You are waking up with the cumulative effect of all of that alcohol leaving your body, which results in an incredibly anxious and uncomfortable feeling that you wake up with in the morning. And so we think we don't associate this feeling necessarily. You are obviously asking these various two questions and starting to, but we don't generally associate this feeling with, oh, all that alcohol I drank before. It is much more like what's wrong today. And like I said at the beginning, we start to make meanings almost instantly. 
oh, I feel anxious. That must mean something is wrong. We look around our life. Is it my partner? Is it my kids? Is it my dog? Is it my house? Is it my job? Is it my car? What is wrong? And then we create meanings, which of course feed the anxiety because now we've, we've gotten ourselves very caught up in a story that's justifying the physicality of how we feel. And so if we can separate even in those moments where we feel anxious, that physicality and then say, what meaning am I making? Which I think is one of the most empowering questions you can ever ask yourself because it gives you all your power back because you realize that you're not a victim of this moment or a victim of your circumstance. You're actually empowered to say, what am I making this mean? And by the way, when I ask, what am I making it mean? The corollary is that I can make it mean something different, that I have power and agency in these situations, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So yes, you feel incredibly more anxious most of the time waking up. And some people deal with anxiety in different ways. Some people ignore the physicality in their body. They might still feel it, but they just think, oh, I'm just tired. Some people get really into it and create all these meanings around it. Like I did, it, it can happen in all sorts of different ways. There's another thing at play here, which is the reason, one of the reasons that this cycle happens is because when alcohol is a depressant, in those moments where your blood alcohol content is falling, it becomes a depressant, right? So it's a stimulant when the blood alcohol content is rising for those 20 minutes and it turns around and becomes a depressant for those two to three hours when the blood alcohol content is falling. When it becomes a depressant, it actually triggers your brain to release stimulants in order to counter counteract the depressant nature of alcohol. So, what that looks like is your brain is going to say, okay, we are out of balance. We're out of homeostasis. We are being depressed by this chemical. And so we need to overcome that and bring ourselves back into balance by releasing stimulants. Those stimulants are adrenaline and cortisol are two of two of them. There's, you know, a whole host of things that your body does in reaction to drinking and specifically to alcohol being a depressant. But if you think about these stimulants, adrenaline feels like anxiety. <laughs> adrenaline is kicked in when you feel fear, right? And so adrenaline is a very high energy, high intensity, anxious feeling. Cortisol is also known as the stress hormone. It is the thing that makes you feel stressed out and the thing that makes your body react in this way. So on a chemical level, you are feeling these things as a response to the depressant nature of the alcohol that you drank the night before. So yes, you feel much more anxious often. And depending how your brain deals with anxiety, it can make it mean something, or it can just dismiss it, or it can just say, I'm tired, or maybe you just ignore it and compartmentalize it. But often these things are made to mean something by the person that's feeling them. And then we spin it even more out of control because the mind starts racing and we start to you really determine that something is truly wrong in our world where we're just really having a chemical reaction to um, the alcohol that we put into our bodies the night before. So I know that was a deep explanation, but it's such a good question. And I think it deserves a thorough explanation. And I hope that really helps. And if I can leave you with anything, I would say just when you feel those feelings, go into your body, get in touch with where they are in your body. Don't be afraid of them. Feelings cannot hurt you. But when we can see them, then we can sort of separate them from the meanings we're creating. And therefore, we can give ourselves some sort of relief. Hey, Coach Scott here. I have a question for you. 
Have you found freedom from alcohol but still find yourself trying to escape your life? Do you kind of feel like, all right, I did that, so now what? Are you craving joy and happiness? Do you have this feeling that you're meant for something more? Are you ready to start living a life you love? I know exactly how that feels. The same thing happened to me after I stopped drinking. I knew there was more for me and I found it. You can too. That's why we created the Living Naked membership. Because I don't want you to have to go through the next part of your journey alone. We want you to live a life where you are in control and at peace. You deserve it. Find out if Living Naked is perfect for you at livingnakedpath.com. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.